0: There is a big difference between the Australian version of Bluey and the censored American version of Bluey in this episode. And we need to discuss the hilarious moment that the USA censored. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Obsession Bluey, a podcast where I talk about the things I'm obsessed with. And for this season, season one, talking about the hit Australian children's show, Bluey. Even when the U.S. censors incredibly hilarious things out, it's still the world's greatest show. Okay, short recap. Bluey gets five bucks from the tooth fairy, even though she does not look like she lost a tooth anywhere in her mouth. Her mom suggests that she spend it at the markets when they go later. So dad, bingo, and Bluey go and Bluey meets up with Indy and has a hard time trying to figure out something that she wants to spend her money on. She ends up stressed buying a toffee apple that she really doesn't want. She regrets it and wishes she had the five bucks back to be able to put in the musician's guitar case so that he can play another song that Bluey can dance to. But she already licked the toffee apple so no chance she can return that. But the $5 makes its way around to each of the vendors and into the dancing hands of Indy's mom. She gives the five to Indy to tell her to put into the musician's case, and Bluey learns what goes around comes around, even if she doesn't understand it. The episode opens up with a typical wide shot of the house. It's a beautiful day in the Blueyverse. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and Bluey lost a tooth. The next shot goes black, and we get an under the pillow shot of Bluey moving her pillows off the camera and exclaiming, she came. We move to the kitchen where dad is eating some cocoa puffs or something like that, and it looks delicious and it looks chocolatey. And he's reading the newspaper and just enjoying the beautiful morning. Mom is standing up by the counter um, and she's stooping tea. We're steeping tea. She has a little tea bag in the tea and she's bobbing it in and out. What's that word? Anyway, it looks like she's having green tea from the little tag on it, kind of is like a green leaf. And she's making the tea in a little mug with a blue bee on it. Bluey runs in and skids to a halt, nearly falling over with excitement. If only more of us would be so excited in life that we have to come skidding to a halt when we run into the kitchen because something amazing has happened. Love the enthusiasm that Louie has here. And she lets her parents know that the tooth fairy came and she literally starts doing the floss here. She is very good at it. And Chili, poor mom, says, hey, nice one, Louie, and starts to try to do the floss with Louie, but just can't quite get it. This is such a fun moment they added because there are so many parents who feel like they try to be irrelevant and do what their kids are doing, but it just becomes adorable when Chili tries to do it here. Usually kids cringe at that kind of stuff, but Bluey, when she hits middle school, will definitely not like that at all. But now Chili is just attempting to do the floss with her daughter, and it's just not working out too well for her. She's not very good at doing the floss, and it's just a fun um, viewing moment for the viewer just to be able to see how bad she is at that. Bandit just says, way to go, kid, without looking up from his paper, and Bluey lets him know, she left me five bucks. The fun music cuts out immediately as Bandit spits out a cereal all over the floor, which, it's just dramatic. I mean, five bucks is a lot for kids to make from the Tooth Fairy when it literally used to be a dollar, but spitting your cereal all over the table and the floor is just dramatic. Maybe if it was like a 100 bucks, that would be justified, but it's five bucks. We all know you're sitting on a massive fortune over there with your brutal house, um, Bandit, so don't give me this five bucks talk. After he spits out the cereal, he looks at Bluey and says, five bucks? And Bluey responds, yeah, I know, five bucks. She wags her little tail here, which is just really cute because she's just so excited about getting five bucks from the Tooth Fairy. Bandit then redirects his question to Chili and looks at her with an arm out stretched and says, five bucks. That's what she left all of Bluey's friends, Chili responds. (laughs) And Bandit looks like he's sweating it out a bit. He smiles, and it's like a half-nervous kind of smile. And he says, well, that Tooth Fairy is doing well for herself, isn't she? (laughs) And Chili ignores him here um, and talks straight to Bluey. Hey, maybe you can spend it at the markets today. And Bluey says, yeah, and starts doing the floss again as the scene cuts to the title sequence. And Bluey lets us know that this episode of Bluey is called Markets. The scene moves to Bluey, Bingo, and Bandit walking through a grass field on their way to the markets. Bandit has Bingo by two arms and is swinging her with every step so that Bingo doesn't really even have to move. Um, She's loving this and she's giggling like crazy. Bluey is walking by their side looking at her five bucks. Bandit finishes swinging Bingo and then just pats Bluey on the head as they walk and says, this little piggy went to the market. And then he pats Bingo on the head and says, and this little piggy stayed home. Hey, Bingo says, no I didn't, I'm coming too. And she lifts her arms to show that she's coming and she's excited about it too. Bluey says, check this out, Bingo, and shows her the five bucks in her hands. The tooth fairy even put a special sticker on here. Bingo is just mesmerized and says, wow. Dad then asks, what are you gonna spend it on? That's the question. Then Bluey says, hmm, that is a question. And Bingo, (laughs) wanting to feel involved, says, hmm, question. (laughs) Say it with me, people. This girl is so cute. Oh, my goodness. The next shot we see is a shot of the markets. And this place looks amazing. Let me just say, there are trees and shade everywhere. And there's a ton of vendors. And the people just look so happy and excited to be there. It's such like an idyllic place for a market rather than a parking lot or something like that. There's people shopping around for plants and hats and some are walking around with food in their hands. It just makes me want to go to a place like that, honestly. It's a beautiful venue for a flea market. The next shot cuts to Indy and her mom at the table. They have their own little section of the markets. And what do you know, Indy's mom is a full on hippie. (laughs) Nothing really that new to report because we kind of could gather that from how Indy dressed in previous episodes, but this is just a confirmation of Indy and her mom being hippies. Also, Indy has been in like three straight episodes, just means she must be crushing the casting roles here. I don't know, she is in three straight. I'm curious if she'll be in the next one. But Indy and her mom are selling baked goods, gluten-free of course, and flowers, and Indy is playing with a wind chime that's on their umbrella that covers over the table. She sees Bluey walking to the frame and says, Bluey. She runs over and gives her an off-the-ground lifting hug that Bluey says, back, Indy. They both laugh. Indy's showing a lot of strength here. and Then Bluey gets put down and immediately shows Indy the money that she has. Look, Indy, she says. The Tooth Fairy gave me five bucks. Wow, Indy says. What are you going to spend it on? Bluey looks confused again here and she says, I don't know but then recruits Indy's help and asks, can you come help me? And Indy is a go for helping, but she turns around and asks her mom if she can go with Bluey. Sure thing, Indy, her mom says, and Bandit just looks over at Indy's mom, gives a wave and says, I'll keep an eye on him. And Indy and Bluey go running off and it doesn't look at all like Bandit is keeping an eye on him here. (laughs) They just kind of go running. The scene cuts to this beagle making bubbles with his big old bubble ring and Bluey and Indy run into the frame and they start giggling and they pop the bubbles and they're just having a good old time. Behind them is Lucky's dad looking at jewelry and another golden retriever in another booth. Maybe Lucky's mom. It might also be Mrs. Retriever, the teacher, but I don't know because she's in a chiropractic booth just sitting there waiting for someone to come along. Like she's, I don't know. Maybe Mrs. Retriever does that kind of stuff too. You never know. But as Indy and Bluey keep popping bubbles, Indy asks Bluey, do you want to get one? And Bluey responds, yeah, I do. Before something else distracts her and she runs over to two ponies and this lady who is tending them. We're going to just call her Pony Lady. (laughs) The ponies have saddles and are dressed up to the hilt. They are little money traps for kids because one is colored like a unicorn with like pink and... Uh, purple and blue all throughout the hair, and the other one is just blue, um, and it has sparkles in its mane. Neither pony looks too thrilled to be there, to be honest. Bluey runs up to the pony lady who is petting them and says, "Excuse me, what's that pony's name?" And she points at the blue one. The pony lady says, "Her name's Biscuit." And the shot cuts to Bluey and Indy looking at each other, going, "Aww." <laughs> then Bluey turns and asks the lady. And what's that one's name? And she points at the white and rainbow colored one that has a unicorn horn attached to it. And the lady responds, buttermilk. Both Bluey and Indy turn to each other again and say, aw. Before Indy whispers to Bluey, I really, really want to ride buttermilk. And Bluey whispers back, definitely buttermilk. So Bluey steps forward um, toward the pony lady and says, can we ride buttermilk please? She hands her the five bucks and gives Indy two thumbs up. Okay, honey, she says, up you get. And she picks up Louie and plops her on Buttermilk's saddle. Louie scooches back a bit and says, okay, Indy, you can sit in the front and she taps the little front of the saddle, which as a side note is a really cool thing that Louie does here. She is giving her friend the prime seat of sitting up front and really wants to enjoy this pony ride with Buttermilk and Indy. She's growing up and really has always been a good friend, but this just confirms that she's becoming a really great person throughout this whole show. But the lady who owns the ponies is a stickler for money, and she says, oh, I'm sorry, honey, but you don't have enough money for two riders. Which, look, I mean, I know you got to make money and have your rules so that you can actually make money, but there are two adorable little girls who just want to ride the pony together and are paying you five bucks. Just give them like two-minute ride and take the five bucks, you know? but I guess she's gotta run a business. Bluey looks disappointed and sad when she says this, and Bluey says, oh, I only want to go if Indy can come too. And Indy, trying to be a good friend, but also looking like she's holding back tears here, says, it's okay, Bluey, I'll wait here. She hangs her head in no shortage of hiding emotions to show that she is disappointed and sad. Bluey thinks for a second and tells the lady, I think I've changed my mind. And so the lady takes Bluey off the pony and reaches into her fanny pack, um, to take the five bucks back out and give it to Bluey. And as she gives the money back, she just says, well, aren't you a good friend? Which is the truth. Bluey acted as a really good friend here. And Bluey just hilariously says, yes, pony lady. (laughs) And she is actually just called pony lady in the Bluey fan Wikipedia page, which is just so good. (laughs) Bluey grabs Indy's hand and they walk over to Buttermilk and say, Goodbye, Buttermilk. You're so beautiful. And (laughs) and this next moment, I cannot do this next moment. You need to keep listening to the four favorite points of this episode because I'm not going to spoil the full thing of what happens here. But the Australian version is so much funnier than the US version. There are very, very few moments when The Australian version and the American version change things. The one that we saw in barbecue was when it changed peppers to capsicum or capsicum to peppers, because it was Australian first. But this one where the USA censored something that was gonna happen. In the American version of Bluey, and note that there isn't, again, there's not a ton of censorship that happens with the show from one country to another, but this is like the first main one that we see in the show. But in the American version, the next thing we hear is a chant of German sausage. And again, we're going to talk about this a little bit later about what is in between in the Australian version. And they start chanting German sausage, German sausage. Then the scene cuts to Bingo and Bandit waiting in line of this food booth where there's a German shepherd and his son serving up some German sausage. Bandit and Bingo are both chanting German sausage, German sausage. And the other people in line are half joining them, but just smiling really, not really getting too into it. Bluey and Indy both join in the chance, and then run over to the condiment section to talk. Bluey lays out the whole plan here. Okay, she says, I want a German sausage and the squirty sauce, but only on one end so you can have the other end. Again, super nice here because later we're going to get a shot of Bingo just destroying an entire German sausage. And Bluey here is willing to share her German sausage with her friend Indy. This is a really great episode of sharing that Bluey experiences. And it makes me happy when she has like these really good episodes. But Indy lets Bluey know that she's not allowed that. Why not? Bluey says. And Indy says, mom says it's got added ingredients, <laughs> which let's just pause to talk about this one. So I am pretty much a vegan. I diet as much as I can. And I've been through the phases of hard rigidity. Where I didn't eat anything outside of my diet and I've been on the side of super lax about it and we're almost to the point where I wasn't even doing uh plant-based or vegan or anything like that now I get why parents don't want to have their kids eating certain things because for sure some things are unhealthy for you and for sure if your kids eat something they're going to be grumpy and groggy throughout the rest of the day but I just want to say Even though it's got added ingredients, I still wish Indy's mom let her eat a German sausage every once in a while because those are delicious. I mean, like I rarely eat meat and I don't really have a huge taste for it too much anymore. But I mean, Chick-fil-A will always soften my heart and it's okay to eat it every once in a while when you're on a diet. I just feel sad for some kids who will never really splurge and only eat healthy things. Like they're probably gonna live longer (laughs) and like maybe have better lives and not have a ton of complications, but there is just something to a disgustingly unhealthy piece of food that tastes amazing. And I think that should probably comprise the majority of your diet, like healthy food, but let a kid be a kid and enjoy some junk food every once in a while. Do I get an amen here? i have a bad feeling that indy's mom on halloween only gives out apple slices or like fig bars or something and her house probably gets egged all the time bluey is shocked here as she pretty much just eats anything she wants and she asks indy can you have barbecue sauce i'm not allowed that one either mustard i'm definitely not allowed mustard indy says and she waves her arm like a football referee signaling the field goal is no good Bluey is a little exasperated here and says, well, what are we gonna get then? And we hear a little angel from the other side of the fair yelling, Puffa-Geez, <laughs> And the scene cuts to a little Dutch dog on the other side of the markets and he's got windmills on his stall and his little Dutch flags are everywhere. He looks very woodsy and he has a big but nicely trimmed beard. And I would like you all to Google Puffer too because they look wonderful. I've never had one and I'm Dutch, but, and I quote from Wikipedia, Poffertjes are a traditional Dutch batter treat, resembling small fluffy pancakes. They are made with yeast and buckwheat flour. They have a light spongy texture and are sometimes served with custard. These look amazing. Go Google them. I want one so badly right now. <laughs> And Bluey and Indy run over and just sniff these puffer and they look like they want to eat all of them. Indy looks at the man and asks, have any of these got any wheat, sugar, gluten, or dairy in them? Which side note again, if Indy can't eat some of this stuff because of the allergies, that is a different game than if she can't eat them because her mom didn't want her to eat them. That's a whole different game. And I just need to make that amendment there. But the Dutch dog looks at Indy when she says this and smiles and says, that's all they've gotten them. <laughs> and both of them drop their shoulders in disappointment. And Bluey says, my friend can't eat them. And they walk away super sad as a Dutch dog just says, bye girls. Very jolly and happy. This dog kind of reminds me a bit of that big, massive character from Frozen who says, big summer blowout. Yoo-hoo. You know who I'm talking about? I don't know what his name is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Bluey and Indy walk away a little sad and Bluey says, I just don't know what to get. And in perfect timing, but a moment that just puts all pressure on Bluey in this moment, an English bulldog walks right by them with a tiny little tray and a single toffee apple on it. And he's asking, anyone want the last toffee apple? And we get a zoomed in shot of the toffee apple. And he says, I've got one toffee apple left. And I just have to say this, does anyone actually like toffee apples? <laughs> like does that does not sound like a thing that's enjoyable in the least, maybe like individually sliced apples with toffee, or caramel or something like that on them is good, but just an apple dunked in it is messy and gross. Louie is feeling the pressure here to just spend it on something. So we get a shot of her just in a bit of panic it's the same shot that we see in a lot of movies where the background is moving fast, but the main character is frozen. It's the same shot that you see in Jaws in the beginning when the main character sees the shark and everything kind of moves around him except for him. He's just standing there. Bluey knows she doesn't really want the apple, but she almost feels like she has to make a choice here. She gives a little, oh, oh, and then raises her hand and says, I will. The English bulldog stops and says, lovely jubbly. (laughs) (laughs) which made me laugh pretty hard there. I'm not going to lie. And he takes Bluey's five bucks and puts it in his fanny pack. Why do so many people have fanny packs in this episode? I want to, I do want to say though, this is the group that wears fanny packs out of practicality, not coolness and ends up being cooler than the people who wear fanny packs to look cool. You know what I mean? Like these are moms and dad fanny packs and they're the crew who have lifetime supplies of stuff in their packs and can live off items that are in there for years. Bluey takes a toffee apple and looks at it. And he looks at it too and just says, I'm pretty sure that has sugar in it, which she would be correct when she says that. <laughs> the scene cuts to the lawn section right outside of the markets where there is a guy playing a guitar on a stage and a bunch of people all spread out over the lawn at tables just chowing down on food and enjoying the live music. I also want to say, this character is in Joff Bush's social media profiles. so. I think they modeled this character after Joff Bush. I looked at a picture of him and it kind of looks like Joff Bush a bit too, um, which would just be magical. Um, Like having a character in the Blueyverse actually modeled after you. That would be just the coolest. (laughs) But we see Bingo and Bandit eating at the table over the lawn and we see Bluey and Indy walk up to them. Then we get a close-up shot of Bingo... As bingo pops up and she is absolutely destroying this sausage. She has ketchup literally covering her entire face and is an absolute mess. But she's enjoying the German sausage very, very much. When Indian Bluey walk up, Bandit looks at Bluey with her apple and says, Ah, toffee apple, old school. And Bluey finally verbalizes what she's been thinking. I'm not sure I like this toffee apple. And then she adds a note about her friend. Plus, she says, Indy can't have any. Oh, that's no good, Bandit says. And then we hear the guitar player saying, thank you. And the shot cuts over to the stage where Buddy, our favorite little pug, is trying to sneakily walk over to the open guitar case and put five bucks in. I feel like this is a classic case where your parents told you to do something you didn't want to do and were too shy for, but you still had to do it anyway. (laughs) Buddy looks terrified as he's going up to put the money in. And the guitar player opens his eyes and sees Buddy moving closer and says, Ah, thanks, Buddy. And Buddy literally runs away yelling, "Ah!" (laughs) Buddy is one of my favorite characters. He's my niece's favorite, and I think he's becoming my favorite too. And the musician smiles and says, That deserves a song. And starts playing along this nice little tune that we've heard throughout the episode. We're back to Bluey, and she tells her dad, Dad, I'm not sure I made the right choice. I think I want to put my five bucks in that case and get a song. Oh, right, Bandit says, and he looks down thoughtfully. Can I get my five bucks back? She asks her dad. Bandit shakes his hand and says, that's not really how that works, kiddo, giving her a tough lesson in buying things back in economics. Once you've spent money, it's, well, gone. Oh, Bluey says. Okay, and she looks down, just sad that she made the wrong choice. Indy offers her up a bit of comfort and says, don't worry, Bluey. My mom always says to me, what goes around comes around. And Bluey in a moment of the episode that had me scratching my head a little bit has a tear well up in her eye. And she says in a really high pitched voice, what does that mean? I think I get it a little bit. I mean, sometimes when you think you've made the wrong decision as a kid, you just want to cry. And sometimes you do cry, but it just seemed to come out of nowhere if I'm honest. And Indy here shrugs and she says, I don't know, which is a little comedic moment. And we are about to find out exactly what she means. And I want to talk about this in the theme part of the episode, but sometimes I have problems with this message, but the English bulldog who said lovely jubbly goes over to his kiosk. So it's a whole different cutaway scene. And he goes over to his kiosk where his son Winton is standing. Winton is a phenomenal name for an English bulldog, by the way, like Winston or Winton a great name and he asks his son sweetheart can you go get your dad a german sausage please okay dad he says and he grabs the five bucks that bluey gave him and runs off to the german section meanwhile the guitar player plays a rip-roaring tune that is so good it causes indy's mom to start dancing like a hippie and the free spirit that she is and she says now that's a tune (laughs) the little english bulldog Winton goes to the german shepherds and asks for one german sausage please The German Shepherd dad takes the money and hands over a German sausage. Then the German Shepherd dad turns to his son, Gruber, and says, Gruber, go get me a carrot juice. And Gruber is just a great name for a German Shepherd. They're nailing the names here. Gruber takes the five bucks that he got from the bulldog, and that the bulldog got from Bluey, for the toffee apple, and he runs off to get a carrot juice. He runs into the stall of a Shiba Inu mom, and a Shiba Inu mom's daughter. And he hands the money over and asks for a carrot juice. The mom looks at her daughter, Juniper, and asks, can you get me a bag of carrots, Juniper? And she hands her the five bucks that they got from Gruber, that Gruber got from Wint- Winton, and that Winton got from Bluey. And Juniper runs off to the vegetable section with a, yes, mom. And as a side note, her voice sounds like a cuter and less annoying version of Muffin. I kind of wonder if it's the same child voice actor here. Juniper runs to the vegetable stall and asks the lady, who the Wiki Bluey fan page says is simply named customer number two. (laughs) She says, I'd like these carrots, please. And she hands over the five that Gruber gave her, that Gruber got from Winton, that Winton got from Bluey. Meanwhile, Honey's mom is behind Juniper in line and needs change. So customer number two gives Honey's mom the five and she takes a 10. And Honey's mom, with her bag of groceries, walks by Indy's mom's stall, who is dancing wildly and freely. Um, She's an absolute nut, that one. And she points out one of the pieces of cake and says, I'll have that one. Thank you. And Indy's mom does not reply at all, but simply, simply takes the five and gives a slight bow. Then she walks to the other side of the table and calls out for Indy. Indy comes running with Bluey, and Indy's mom says, be a sweetie and go pop this in that guitar case for me. Indy takes the five and gasps. She hands it to Bluey and says, look Bluey. And Bluey looks at the five that Indy gave her that came from Juniper, that came from Gruber, that came from Winton, that came from Bluey. I mean, what goes around comes around. Bluey and Indy stare with their mouths agape and run over to the guitar case and drop in the money. Whoa, the guitar player says, five bucks. Thanks matey, that deserves another song who likes to dance, and he starts playing a tune and everyone gets up and starts dancing the floss. Note, there are maybe eight dogs up and they're dancing at this part, mainly kids, and all of them are doing the floss. Also note that Bandit is doing the floss pretty flawlessly here, unlike Chili, who is struggling. So we know who the dancer of the family is. The scene fades though, as the whole group is just having a good time dancing the afternoon away. The scene cuts to Bluey, Bandit, and Bingo walking back away from the market into the field. And Bingo is on her dad's back and Bluey is walking in front of them. And Bandit kind of just turns and says, this little piggy went wee, 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 all the way home. And he shakes Bingo up and down on his back and Bingo giggles like mad. The shot moves to Bluey who takes a bite of her apple. She chomps down and chews the first bite with her eyes closed. And when she opens them, she realizes that there's a tooth sticking out of the apple. And she yells over, Dad, I've lost another tooth, and points at the apple with a big gap in her front teeth. Bandit looks over with a smile and says, oh, great, knowing that he's going to have to give her another five bucks and have a virtually perfect day at the markets with his daughters. Every episode, I'm going to be talking about the four things that I notice in the episode. Four, because there are four members of the family. These are not the most important parts of the show, but they're just things that I really, really liked. So here we go. Number one, in America, we have censored out certain parts of Louie that we feel like are not kid appropriate. And this is the one that is hilarious. And this is one of the first censored moments that we get in this entire series. The very, very first one wasn't really a censored one, but it was just kind of one of understanding. America changed capsicum to peppers in the barbecue episode. In this one, we get a little more of a promiscuous moment when Bluey and Indy are saying goodbye to the pony buttermilk. In the American version, we just hear chants of German sausage, German sausage. and the next scene of Bluey and Indy, are they're running into the line with their dad and with Bingo. In the Aussie version of Bluey, when they say goodbye to the pony. Buttermilk lifts her tail and poops all over the ground with disgusting noises to boot. (laughs) And then Bluey and Indy run away laughing hysterically at what happened. It's only when they calm down enough that we hear the German sausage chants, which that's when they run over into the line. Why is the U.S. censoring comedic gold like that? Come on, America. Do better. Number two, there is a random amount of flossing in this episode. Not the tooth flossing, but the dance, the floss. Bluey does it in the beginning when she is just so excited about the tooth fairy coming and giving her five bucks for a tooth. You heard it right, five bucks. So she flosses. And this is just a fun moment because it has to do with the tooth fairy. And so does the dance, the floss. Well, it doesn't have to do with the tooth, tooth fairy, but it's called the floss. So she's not really flossing here, and her teeth are coming out. Probably not the real reason, but I feel like the show creators just threw something in there for us to decipher, and I've deciphered it. I'm onto all of them. Also, Chili really just needs to work on her flossing ability here. Number three. In the scene where Bluey and Indy are chasing after Bubbles, we see in the background Lucky's dad looking at one little stall where there is jewelry and crystals and stuff. And he's looking at some of the bracelets pointing at them then scratching his head, and he is just confused. This man is looking like he's trying to give his wife a gift, but just can't really figure out what to get her. I like this sentiment, and I'm going to just keep this theory in the positive because I don't know anything about Lucky's mom, and I don't really want to come up with anything super outlandish about that yet, because we really haven't met Lucky's mom. There is a theory that I have, which is just a small one that I can't really talk about too much yet, but that maybe Lucky's dad doesn't have his wife anymore. Maybe she died of cancer or something like that. And maybe he's looking at this bracelet because he's about to go on a date later. I mean, Mrs. Retriever is in the stall next to him, which is another like fun little moment. But I don't really have any theories about that quite yet because I don't have enough evidence and I don't want to really make any quick conclusions. Not that I, like, I care that much about making quick conclusions about Bluey because I already did in the second episode. Um, I had a conclusion about uh, Chili having a miscarriage. So um, we'll talk about that more if I see any more indicators or hints about it. Number four. The money in this episode that Bluey has, the $5 bill, has what looks like the queen on it. But obviously the dog version of the queen and what's even better is that the corgi is on it which is kind of representing the queen and the corgi is the famous favorite dog of the queen she loves them so this little nod to the queen's favorite dog in bluey is just a really fun point every episode we're going to be talking about the theme of the episode and the theme of this episode of bluey is choice The decision to choose seems like a strong theme in this episode of Bluey because Bluey isn't satisfied by her choice. She finally comes to grip with it in the end. I honestly, though, feel like this was the weakest and the worst morale that Bluey has taught us so far, mainly because I'm in disagreement with it. I'm sure there are other people who think this is a good one, but I'm just not someone who believes that what goes around comes around. Maybe I'm just like a downer about that. I am more of the kind of person who believes that the race is not to the swift or the battle to the strong or the food that food comes to the wise or welcomes to the brilliant or favor to the learned. But that time and chance happen to them all. And I kind of believe that rain falls on the righteous and on the unrighteous. The whole idea that things will get back to you if you are kind and compassionate is not so much about things naturally getting back to us like they did in this episode of Bluey that causes you to be in a better mood because of it, I think it has to do more with your decisions and your choices for how to act in a situation that isn't ideal. For Bluey, she made a decision that she regrets. And this episode, for me, could have been a much more powerful one had Bluey come to terms with the idea that she made a bad decision and she learned to live with it. And even more than that, that she learns to appreciate it. Rather, this episode followed the idea that something circles back to her, an idea of karma, and she is put in a good mood because of it. Now, I'm not denying that things don't circle back to us. And like sometimes when we're nice, people are, other people are nice to us, you know? But I think this isn't really something that happens as much as it just changes our perspective on things. When we're nice to people, I think it just helps us recognize nice things that other people do for us. And when we do a good deed for another person, it just helps us recognize that all the other people in our life are doing good deeds for us. And the real difficulty of this and the real difficulty of life is that if things never circled back to you, would you still do them? Like if you did nice things for people constantly and never got any positive feedback or any response where someone gave you something in return, would you still be kind and compassionate? In other words, are you doing those things just because you will get them in return? I don't think this is the worst motive for doing things for other people, but it isn't the most ideal. But Bluey makes a choice here to not let her poor decision govern the rest of her day. And I think it's actually more important that she picked up this toffee apple that she really didn't want when she tried when she tried it and she ended up liking it a lot more than she thought she would. And it goes to show that there are certain things in this life that ooh, sometimes we're convinced we won't like them, but if we just give them a shot, we might actually really like them. It does take risk in life. Like it takes risk to change careers or something like that, or even just to try something new that we aren't sure we'll like. But sometimes you can really start to love something if you do it enough. And I think there's a really important point in our life where we need to just take risks and do things that we we think we won't like because we might actually really like them and it might give us a lot of joy in life, but we all feel Bluey's pain here. She's having a really difficult time making a decision because there are so many tight parameters that she needs to follow, which are pretty much just Indy's diet. And when a lot of her decisions just get shut down, she feels trapped. And she makes a rash decision to get something that she really doesn't want in the first place. So she stresses here in this situation and ends up making the most of it though. Like a lot of us have been there before and it's hard to live with some of those decisions that we've made. But if we can learn to live with them and be happier about the things that have come our way and make the most out of situations that happen, then I think we could live more enjoyable lives. Every episode, we're going to award the best in show for the episode. And the best in show for this episode of Bluey is... Bluey. For a number of reasons here, and the first is that there's not really another great character in this other than Bluey. Yeah, maybe we could just upvote Bingo here for having her whole face covered in mustard and ketchup, but Bluey is really the best character here because she's one of the only ones that is like a main main character in this episode. But even if there were others, this was a great episode for her. She showed unwavering compassion to her friend by wanting her to feel included. She wanted her to jump on the pony ride, and when they didn't have enough money, she got off and went to the next thing. She was going to share her German sausage with Indy, but when Indy wasn't able to eat anything because of either allergies or because of a strict mom who doesn't eat anything artificial, Bluey didn't get the German sausage. This happened time after time after time until Bluey just made a rash decision, and she stressed about this. She just got a toffee apple. So even though she made a bad decision, she still was looking out for her friend in the entire episode. She was still trying to enjoy a day with Indy and give Indy just a little bit more um, enjoyment with her friend Bluey. And it's a beautiful thing. And then on top of that, she just learned to enjoy the things that she got, even if it didn't make the best sense or if she didn't make the best decision about them. Bluey for sure should get this award. She is deserving of it and just had a really great episode. She needs to get better at normal flossing, because her teeth are falling out. But her dance flossing was great. And Chili just needs to work on her mom dancing abilities. Every episode of Bluey brings back memories that I have. Memories of my childhood, memories of my adult life. And this episode kind of just brought back a memory when I worked at a flea market with my sister and brother-in-law. Now, they had an Etsy shop of a lot of woodworking stuff, and my brother-in-law was just an expert craftsman with all of it. He's very, he's insanely handy. Like, everyone in my family is pretty handy, and we're all good at stuff. Like, my dad does carpentry, and my brothers make furniture, and they're great at it. Um, And I run a little small contractor business on the side of uh, doing, like, handyman stuff for people. But my brother-in-law is just next level. He figured out stuff just quickly and is just really good at it. And they sold all sorts of fun stuff in their Etsy shop. And and sometimes they went to do like fun stuff with flea markets. They would get a little table or a little booth and they just hang out at a flea market for a few a few hours. And one year when I was passing through their town, I stayed for a few nights and they were running a flea market on one of those days I was I was staying. And my memory isn't crazy, crazy strong with it, but I just remember hanging out with them the whole day and my niece as well. At the time they only had one kid. And I remember it just being a really, really fun day. The sun was out and it was super bright, but it was just one of those days that's kind of like cemented itself in my head. It was nothing really exciting happened in that day, but we just sat around and hung out and talked and just real had a really great time we got dinner after. It was like one of those picture perfect summer days of not doing anything, but just being with the people that you love. This episode made me want to go to more flea markets and find the really good ones that are in tree-y places with good shade and good music and everyone's just happy and dancing and they're helping each other. But this show really does make me happy. Even if I don't fully agree with the morale they created, it is an incredible, incredible show. Anyway, I'll be seeing you. thanks again for listening to this episode of bluey i am coming out with an episode every monday wednesday and friday we have social media so follow us just look us up on instagram on twitter and on tiktok just look up um obsession bluey um and if you like this podcast please give it a rating if you give me a rating and a review i will read your review on this podcast i've not gotten a single review yet i would love a review just to be able to like interact with you guys more and see what is good see what's not working in this podcast change it up any way that we can um but again this is it's been fun i've been talking to other people about this podcast like some of my friends have gotten into bluey now and it's just been so much fun talking them about it (laughs) i am a spokesperson for bluey and i love some of the things that i get into and this has been one of the most fun obviously i'm making a whole podcast about it so it's one of the ones that i enjoy the most But I can't wait to just keep growing this community. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Honestly, it means the world to me.